you hear the dogs a barking, you know it's Friday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on MutinyRadio.fm. Yay! Yay! We're all here tonight. It is January 22nd, 2016. We have an Indian buffet here for you guys. I'm about to make CBD punch for everybody so they can hang out and enjoy the jokes of our upcoming comedians on tonight's showcase. We have all the way from San Jose, Noah Gain and David Solowitz. All the way from San Francisco, we have Jordan Ceremonera. Also, we have Steve Poggi. And your headliner tonight, all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, is Andy Picaro. That's crazy. Unbelievable. It's going to be an amazing night here on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here at MutinyRadio.fm, 278-121st Street. Join us right now if you're listening live. Come down. Eat free food. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this food, you guys. So much Indian buffet. We're going to listen to some more Floating Goat and be right back with some comedy. I love Floating Goat. Uh, you guys should all come tomorrow night because you can see drummer comedian Aaron Barrett at a set. Tomorrow night is going to be great. He's the, he's the drummer and the comedian from Floating Goat, which plays between all the fills of a lot of comedy shows here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, I'm Pam Benjamin. I fancy myself a comedian. Uh, yeah, I, I used to be a poet. I don't know if that means anything to you guys. I have, a, I have an MFA in poetry. Uh, that's a Master of Fine Arts. It's an advanced degree in something I will never, ever make money at. <laughs> My parents will never be proud of me. Yay, yay. I have a degree in poetry, yeah. Thank you. I, there are, I, I am barely proud of myself. I am a 41-year-old woman. <laughs> I am not proud of myself. Thanks, honey. I'm a 41-year-old woman, and I don't even know what that means anymore. Uh, I, I've negated all of the regular, you know, social stereotypes that you're supposed to go through. You're supposed to, at least as a wasp, as a, as a young, white, entitled uh, young thing, I thought that, you know, you went to high school, and then you went to college, and you met your husband, and then you got married, and then you had kids. Well, I did it all the way up to the, I got, I went to college, got a degree, uh, I got my MRS, because I met my husband, it was really nice. Uh, and the only thing that marriage ever got me was my first STD. Nice. Yeah, sexually transmitted debt. <laughs> Did you guys know about that? I didn't know that before I married him that he had $15,000 of credit card debt. We were married for three years. We sold our first house, and he pulls me aside one night after like two bottles of wine, because that's how you talk to me. <laughs> you give me two bottles of wine first, and then you give me the news. He's like, hey, so... I know we sold that house and we got that 60 grand there, uh, put in a down payment on the next house, but I'm $15,000 in credit card debt. And I'm like, what? We've been married for three years. What? He's like, oh, it's from college. I'm like, I knew you in college. He was lying to me the whole time. It's, it's so great to have a marriage based on lies. It's good. 
Uh, I divorced him because he believed in all the lies of America. Uh, he was a he was black, but he was a very uh, wealthy black man. So uh, for my birthday, my 27th birthday, he bought me a Louis Vuitton backpack because uh, he was really into status symbols. That was really important. Uh, he thought that while I drove my Lexus that he made me buy that I had to have the Louis Vuitton backpack because we're trying to constantly show everybody how rich we are, right? That's what uh, black people try to do when they're trying to be white. You just try to pretend that you have lots and lots of money all the time. He's trying to get me into that. So he gave me a Louis Vuitton backpack for my birthday. It was ugly as fuck, right? It, had like the, it was brown. It had the LV. It was tiny. I could put nothing in it. It was like a tiny baby ship. It wasn't even a mothership. No pockets. Like one zipper. $714. I took that shit it back for cash and I bought a case of wine and an ounce of weed thank you yeah that was right before the divorce that was right before I realized that we were just going in different directions weed was expensive back then this is like 10 years when I was 27 that's more than 10 years ago my god I'm 41 so uh, what was that I can't do math 16 years ago um, weed was a lot more expensive we used to be 500 and up, 400. It was 420 an ounce is what I used to pay for it. Yeah, I know. And now it's like, now it's free. Are you kidding me? I live in San Francisco, Ingrid. Weed is ubiquitous here. You can pick it up off the ground. Like they say in the, the streets are paved with cheese. Remember, remember the, re, remember Fievel? And the streets are paved with cheese. No, here the streets are paved with weed. <laughs> like, it's absolutely true. When you come to San Francisco, we need to change the whole story. The mice, the mice leave little bits of weed too. I think the actual mouse poo, yeah. this weed poo, you can actually smoke mouse poo. There's, there's P, PCP in that? Is that how? Don't smoke mouse poo. That's bad. Fievel, yes, Fievel goes to the hate. I would never buy weed in the hate. I would never do that. Do they? I, I would never buy weed in the heat. Uh, so I used to uh, I used to be a special education teacher, and I used to teach a, a group back in the way day, like back in '97. They used to call it SED, which was severely emotionally disturbed. Uh, but then in 1999, they took off the S and they just made it ED. Uh, so they're just emotionally disturbed because they thought that the severe was stigmatizing them. So I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'm a, I'm a special education, special education, special education teacher. Uh, but I was a special education teacher. Where was I going with that? Oh, I get to say retard now. <laughs> when you're a special education teacher for four years, you get to say the word retard with no problem. No, nothing to tie. I, I, I work for them, it's no problem. But I was married to a black dude for 13 years, and I will never say the N-word. <laughs> you, cannot, you don't get a pass. Even if you take black dick for 13 years, you still don't get to say the word. <laughs> even, even in weird sexual situations, it just doesn't work. It doesn't, doesn't, not allowed to say it. Uh, so right before we were about to get divorced, I was trying to save our marriage, so I offered up anal sex. Just so you guys know, if a girl offers up the butt and you've been dating for a while, she's gonna break up with you tomorrow. <laughs> Just it's a, it's a pro tip, by the way. So I saw my marriage falling apart and I'm like, let's do anal, right? So I said, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna dress up as a cheerleader and I'm not gonna wear undies. And you're gonna put on your Ladanian Tomlinson uh, Chargers <laughs> gear and you're gonna, you're gonna bust in the door and you're gonna, you're gonna have sex with my butt on the ground in the hallway. <laughs> it was so awkward. It was it was uh, it was it was it was terrible. And he and what he said to me though was he was like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I'm like I'm offering up the tushy and you're like that's the we need to are we we're getting a divorce, right? That's that's what's happening. That's that's what's happened. Uh, yeah. 
I was married, that's so weird. Can you imagine me driving around in a Lexus? I mean, really, anybody who knows anything about me, <laughs> it had these buttons that you would push. One was like his setting where you'd go closer up and then mine was two, which was farther back. Cause I'm a baller bitch, if I'm in a Lexus, I'm hanging back, right? I don't wanna be all up close to the front. I wanna like lean back and look out the moonroof and be like, look at the stars. Hardcore San Diego bitch. That was years ago. I've been here now for coming on eight years. Uh, I'm really glad I never had kids. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two abortions, no kids. If I wouldn't have had my first abortion, I would have a 21-year-old, 20, 20 I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. It could have been Galvin Albright, except he was black. So it definitely wouldn't have looked like you. I don't think that my waspy jeans went like that far to... But you could have the soul of my aborted baby inside you. That would make me really happy because you have a really great sense of humor and no one else in my family does. So that would be weird. It would be like passing down the genes. Uh, yeah, so that was the no more babies. I don't want to have babies, you guys. I'm, I, I like drinking. <laughs> I'm a responsible adult. And I can decide, you know, I don't want to ruin a kid's life. I don't want to be that alcoholic parent. You know, I don't want to be that, you know, person that goes into the, to the uh, parent-teacher conference when the kid is eight with a sippy cup sitting there and she's like, um, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, you stupid bitch, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, duh. <laughs> like, I didn't, are we in a parent-teacher conference? I wanna go party, do you know what I mean? I took the bus here, because I'm responsible enough not to drive a car. That's actually the reason I moved to San Francisco is that I got a DUI and I, I had to make a decision about being responsible and I thought, oh, I can continue driving cars uh, and pay lots of money, or I can just uh, get a bus pass. <laughs> so, <laughs> change my whole economy. <laughs> now I have all this money for, you know, rent. <laughs> it's amazing. It's incredible in this city. People with cars in the city, you guys are retards. I get to use that word. It's just like full, all that stuff. Uh, hey, I want to get this show going. I see, I always do exactly 10 minutes. It's like, <laughs> it's like my internal clock is like, oh, I am a 10 minute comedian. Fuck me. I should, um, I, I don't even know which abortion. I am, I'm having my period right now, so that makes me feel really weird. Also, the 12 hits of the vaporizer before I got on stage, also making me feel a little bit weird, but I woke up this morning and I had these terrible period cramps. I mean, the guys were like, hey, whatever, what the fuck, this is just a girl thing. The girls, no. You know, like, when you, when you wake up and you're like, oh, what is happening? What's going on in my uterus? And I couldn't figure it out this morning until I realized that the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus. And that's why it hurts so bad, because they're still talking about Roe v. Wade and my ability as a 41-year-old woman to decide if I want to fucking have a baby or not. If I'm 41 and I have a baby right now, it's going to be retarded. Do we understand that? It's going to have a flat head, weird, close eyes, or it's going to be autistic. It's going to be like trains, and, and I'll be like, yeah, I love Muni. Like, what am I supposed to say? So I'm going to hold his hand and be like, I love trains too. Let's go ride some public transportation. It's free. We're poor. I'm not going to have... I'm not gonna have a retarded baby is what I'm saying. So the concept that the United States government is still inside there debating whether I, as a 41-year-old alcoholic woman, can decide whether or not I want to have a baby. What the fuck moral decision are we dealing with, you assholes? This brings me to this weird, uh, super white, super, like, bizarre, uh, 
radical group of Christians in the Midwest uh, that have taken up the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't know if you've heard about them. They're called the Catholics. And they, they, they've embraced the Black Lives Matter movement because what they said is 78,000 black babies were aborted in 2011. Do Black Lives Matter? Serious, this is a real thing. The Catholics are all on board with Black Lives Matter and they're conflagrating. That's not where I made that up. They're conflagrating. They're they're confusing the issues. Okay, they're confusing the issues. What the fuck are they doing, Black Lives Matter? Let's talk about abortion. God damn it, fucking Catholics. Get with the times. Get the hat off the Pope. Can we get him like a baseball hat or something? Does he have to wear this stupid thing? He can't just have like a baseball hat with a God sign on it or something? Like what the fuck, right? Let's modernize. I wanna see him smoking a vaporizer. I need, yeah, give him a Padres hat. Padres hat, nobody likes San Diego, Jonathan. Nobody. They're not even gonna have a football team anymore. Oh no, no, I get it, Padres, they're also thinking the Pope, it's great, but, but everybody hates San Diego, so they're losing, I do, I mean, I used to live there, fuck that place, right? Like seriously, the soul-sucking wasteland of Lexuses, that's what it is, Let's go move there, I hope you like working out and getting drunk and to lie into people, I'll call you tomorrow, they never do, they're all flakes. Asshole, rich flakes that are all like, I'm gonna live my, my four bedroom house looks just like yours, except I'm gonna go to Ethan Allen's, so my furniture looks better, and then I'm gonna have you over for brunch, and I'm gonna feel so much better about myself. Yay! <laughs> These are all the people I used to know. I used to be that person. I used to work at Ethan Allen. I used to sell these people furniture so they could feel better about themselves. I was a corporate cog in a wheel of consumerism. And now, I make. And now my rent is 92% of my income. Yeah! yeah! Food stamps are awesome! If you're not on food stamps, you need to get them on, on them right now. I'm gonna, we're gonna sing the song. Thank you guys for listening to me babble. Yay, me, let's sing the song. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse! Comedy. Clubhouse! Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high! Can't hear the vaporizer though, can ya? <coughs> still cough off it. It's empty. It's not empty. There's still more in there. M U D I N Y Comedy Clubhouse. You wanna come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! I'm so excited that you guys are all here. I'm gonna make the CBD punch in the back. Everybody note that CBD is a cannabinoid. In the, I'm gonna make it, I have to make it first. But it's, it's a cannabinoid, it's different than the THC, it's the opposite. Last week we gave people the THC and they went fucking crazy. So this time we're going CBD. It makes you really mellow and it's really fun. Okay, so I'm gonna mix it up and the dose is a half a Dixie cup. So if you take more than a half a Dixie cup, it's on you, okay? You were warned, it's not me. It's a choice you made to get super high. Shouldn't be too crazy, but if you take too much CBD, it really is. It really is a lot of fun. It gets. It, it really is. I love. I love tinctures. Alta California Botanicals. Give it up for them. Uh, and uh, while I make the punch, give it up for your first comedian tonight, all the way from San Jose, David Stolowitz. Yay! All right, Mutiny Radio. It's all good. Fuck Captain Bly's bullshit. Let's take this ship. 
I had a historiography class uh, in college that was based on Mutiny on the Bounty. We had to compare all the sources and watch all the different movies. The one with Marlon Brando was the weirdest because he was dressed like a medieval pimp. Just couldn't make sense of that after a while. Um, but what was cool about that is we had to break down into groups to work on projects. We had to come up with uh, Mutiny on the Bounty sounding names. So my group was Bly's Bitches. It was a big success. Um, it was not so much a success for my professor because uh, he went to the department and at the next meeting he told them that he had made them his bitches. It did not go over so well. But yeah, I really enjoyed my drive up here. I mean, yeah, it's raining out, my contacts are gone, but I found parking in only 30 minutes. Yeah! yeah. Woo! Still better than last time. I did a great set on Brainwash, but I was on acid, and then somebody broke into my car. Yeah. Friends, when you're carpooling with other comics, do not leave your backpacks visible. My mother tried to teach me these things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, my car's doing all right. Like, I was getting all these red lights the other day, so I got it into the shop. And I remember the last time I was supposed to take it in, they were supposed to work on the alignment. So uh, I paid them 50 bucks for them to tell me there was nothing wrong with the alignment. And uh, then after that, uh, they said, you've got no oil left. And I'm like, well, how can that be? I, I checked it last week. It was fine. It was above the little X's. That's what you're supposed to do, right? And they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so they went and added it up. They're like, oh, you've got an oil leak. You have to change out your timing belt. You need to ch fix the seal. It's going to be about $700, but you'll be okay for a week or so. Yay. <laughs> it's all right. I'm not despairing because I'm 99% sure I'm going to be hired next week. Woo! Although I've been fucked over by the 1% before. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a great interview for uh, this kid-friendly position where I'm going to teach kids how to do engineering and programming with Legos after school. Woo! -hoo! Yeah, I'm so excited. And, you know, I got so emotional during the interview, like I almost started crying. I never thought anybody behind that chair would describe me as highly recommended with great experience. Um, usually I'm described as psychotic and unstable. <laughs> At least that's what my landlord said when he evicted me. It's kind of what my parents said after I beat them up too, but no, it's okay. Um, I've had a lot of problems in my life because of bananas. That was how I got evicted. It was over bananas. Like, I was the banana comic at the caravan in San Jose. Atu Walker tells this funny story about me just sticking a very threatening banana at his face and saying, hands up, don't shoot. It was probably not good timing. But yeah, I used to just hand out random bananas to all the patrons, but I'd come up with different gigs. Like, one time I tried to hustle bananas. One time I actually tripped over them. One time I just walked around within my hair and said, do you smell something? Yeah, but so um, I had this housemate, and he was like a 50-year-old man-child. And when I moved in with this crew, I was moving in with my boyfriend and his friends, uh, Las Hotas. Uh, that's uh, Mexican. Yeah, that, that's Spanish for gay dudes from Mexico. And uh, yeah, we had that debate too, but they preferred Hoda because it was more feminine. Go figure. Boy. Yeah, so uh, Jota is uh, the uh, letter J in the Spanish. It's pronounced with a H, kind of like jalapeno. And that was also the name of the cell block in Mexico City where they used to lock up all the gay guys, hence Jotas. Um, so I was all excited because this was going to be like my first time living in a gay frat, except everybody was like 20 years older than me. Except my boyfriend, he's only 15 years older. Oh. Like I have gray hair and he doesn't. It's fucked up. He calls me viejo. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so this dude's in there, 
And uh, he's just so pretentious and stupid, like completely isolated from the outside world. Like he thought Blondie had invented rap. How do you come up with these conclusions? And, uh, you know, I gave him all this free stuff and he just, anytime I wanted to take a little condiment or something, he would flip out. Like it's one of those situations where you've got like five bottles of ketchup in the fridge, but you get into one of them, they're like, who took my ketchup? Who did it? I was sick of all this stuff going on. And uh, they left bananas and meat out to rot after a while, like to the point where it was getting like moldy and shit. And they threw them all out. So they got some more bananas. And I thought, oh, I'll go eat one or two because I'm starving. I have no money. I'm underemployed. And bananas are a good source of potassium. Sure enough, I start getting nasty grams. And there was a lot of other things going on in my life at that point. So I just kind of broke like, I ended up writing fuck you on soap on the bathroom mirror. <laughs> it was soap, though. You could wash that off. I could use permanent marker. And I, I'm banging on my roommate's door and telling him I'm going to beat the shit out of him. And I'm projecting, like, every kind of homophobic thing that I've been exposed to in 30 years. And he's just absorbing it all. And it's funny, because I didn't even think he was at home. Like, <laughs> like I, I thought I was just going to get all that aggression out on the door and then get out of there. So I leave for a week, and then I come back, and he shoves me out and demands that his buddy evict me. And he did it. He just did it. It's not fair. <laughs> I mean, you used to be able to get in a fight with people man to man and work shit out. You know, I wasn't going to kill him. I was just going to pound his face in a little, you know? <laughs> America's changed, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing better. Um... I'm glad the Mexicans are going back to Mexico because I get to house it. <laughs> I don't have free movies at this place like I had at my old place, but it's nice not having to park at night behind the driveway on Capitol Expressway. You know, like the drive-in movies? Yeah, I screwed that joke up. It's okay. <laughs> um, anybody here ever had to live in their car? Yeah, okay. Hard on your knees, isn't it? Especially if you're tall. Like, I I've got a Volvo... I'm what you call upper-class homeless. Like, I've got the Armani scarf. I'm doing all right. Like, I tried to go to a protest at San Jose City Hall to get a shelters during the winter, and they were asking me, and I told them I had a car, and they're like, oh, all together. They're like, yeah, yeah, your plight's important. <laughs> um, but it's okay. I mean, I stuck around for like two hours of that protest, and I was going to wait for the city council meeting. But they had to get through hearings on medical marijuana and police pensions first. It was not going to be a short night. So I took off about three hours in, which really sucked because that was the night they finally got them to cave. Like, we actually have some places where people can sleep at night in San Jose now. Yeah, there's only a 50% chance you'll get harassed by the cops. No, it's funny. It's like if, if you want to sleep at night in your car, what you got to do is find a place you can blend in. Like, signs that say no overnight parking are not necessarily a problem if nobody notices. It's when you go to a rural road in Morgan Hill that you're going to get busted at 3 a.m. by the cops because PG&E security is very important, people. Not my sleep. They need to sleep safe at night. Me, not so much. Yeah, so, yeah, this guy wakes me up, and he's all acting hostile, and then he's shining this bright light in my face and asking me about my drug use. I'm like, well, of course I look, look like a druggie at this time of the night. Come on. 
He's like, when's the last time you used? And I'm like, well, I had some marijuana the other day. I got the card for it. I got scoliosis. Like, how about the meth? I'm like, is it that obvious? All right. It's been a couple years. <laughs> now, I used to do meth, but I quit when Breaking Bad ended. Seemed like good timing. <laughs> I got tempted to do it once in a while, but um, I found this little medieval charm where uh, it's like, if you feel like the devil is going to tempt you, you go ahead and make the agreement tacitly that you're going to give in, and then you say, God, you handle it. And he always finds some way to screw the devil over. It's very creative. So like I used the charm, and then the guy ended up selling me baking soda instead of mess. So it all worked out for the best. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I try to avoid eating pork. I'm sort of Jewish, sort of Muslim, kind of Semitic, or maybe just in denial. I don't know. But I always, I wanted to make some kind of concession to God for the whole cocksucking thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I have very strong spirituality in my life. Like, if it wasn't for going down on dudes, I could have been like a priest or a minister or something. It kind of gets in the way. Uh, let's see, other things about me. Uh, I have been known to dance from time to time. <laughs> I shake it out, I shake it out, yeah. Uh, it's always a good way to uh, loosen up before your sets. That's my pregame ritual. I just start dancing. I'm like the bard. Everybody gets plus two. You hear weird music in the background. <laughs> uh, let's see. Other things about me. I enjoy exotic European grimoires. I like pasta salad. <laughs> and uh, I've had a cell phone that's been cracked for about seven or eight months now. At this point, it's just about pride, I suppose. This was the second time it got broken, but I'm like, as long as I scroll on the bottom fourth, I'm okay. I won't slice my fingers. <laughs> the camera still works great. It's fine. Um, no, but it's like, you have to pay a hundred bucks in order to fix the screen of one of these things. And I was too proud. I thought I could get a better deal somewhere. <laughs> no, not at all. Let's see. Sometimes I like to pause for a moment of silence. I don't like I don't want to feel judged by the crowd. Sometimes I just want to be defiant. I want to be a, like Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. Just spend the entire set staring, proving I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Robin Williams in the back of my head seeing he's showing us. <laughs> no, um, let's see. So uh, how are you guys doing this evening? Probably should have asked at the beginning. Kind of rude at this point, isn't it? <laughs> I was hearing that there was lots of vaping going on. You guys are very liberal about your medicinal use here, I suppose. I, I'm interested to find out what the CBD punch tastes like. Yeah. I'm killing myself because if I had known there'd be like free Indian food tonight, I totally wouldn't have gone out for Chinese before I got here. <laughs> Exciting, isn't it? It's all right. It's delicious, am I right? Okay, so while you're deriling, that means I get to look at my set list without feeling guilty. Ha ha! Four score and 20-something years ago, our ancestors brought forth a new form of white bread, both gummy, tasteless, incredibly awkward when touring Paris. Let's see. Can we admit now that most of the classics we force kids to read in school are really fucking boring and depressing? Like, what is that? Why do they handpick the most negative shit to serve up to children? I, I mean, I really feel like it's giving them a skewed view of life. Like, once in a while, there's hope in those stories. Like, after Celie gets raped and abused for 20 years, she finds her lesbian girlfriend. But it's always at, like, the end of the book. It's, like, too little too late. 
And usually by then, like, the war is over and somebody's discovered the pointlessness of war and they're already dead. I don't know. I don't know. S sometimes I think we just sneak humor into the classroom. I think it'd be good for people. It's like, um, I've been learning Spanish for a while, and they tell you if you want to learn another language, what you've got to do is uh, get books on stuff you're already interested in, and then just find them in the other language, because you've already got the vocabulary set, so you're going to sneak it in. You, you fool your brain. You just start sucking up those words, and they, they stick to you. It's like, um, like that video game where you're underwater playing that kickball game. Final Fantasy X. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yes, I made a Blitzball joke. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, there was this Hungarian linguist that I got into uh, before I flunked out of grad school. And um, she learned 16 different languages, became a master translator. And that was her method. She just like picked up and read whatever she wanted, as long as it was she wanted, in different languages. So try it out sometime. You may enjoy it. And now that I've edified you, have a great evening. Take care. <laughs>
this is what you have to deal with for the next hour. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's definitely it's definitely tough doing that. And I don't know. Maybe maybe it's romantic in me, but when I have kids someday, I don't want to tell them I met their mom on Match or eHarmony. Like I want to tell them I met their mom the old-fashioned way, Craigslist. I don't know. It's definitely it's definitely tough. Starting out the new year, 2016. Happy New Year, you guys. Yeah, that's the 22nd. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm already. I, I feel like 2017 is really gonna be my year. Uh, 2018 for sure. 2019 at the latest. Uh, but no, I uh, you know like this new year, I'm I'm starting it out. I don't have a job. I actually just got uh, fired from my job. Uh, I was working at a billion dollar tech company. Uh, legally, I'm not allowed to say which one, but I'm sure if you guys really wanted to know, you could Google it. <laughs> and it's tough, man. Like, it's tough not having a job. Like, I'm sure a lot of you guys are who come up here are in the same boat, maybe. Uh, or maybe we're all just rich comedians. Uh, but no, man, it's tough. Like, tough not having a job. I, uh, I hope I get something soon. Because, you know, I went to college and got a degree. Anybody else make that same expensive mistake? And here we all are. <laughs> but no, like, see, my, I, think, I think I messed up. I think even the dean knew I'd made a bad choice. Because on the day I graduated, because I majored in communications, and on the day I graduated, he shook my hand and he said, remember the Latin phrase, totium salvo verbis, because you'll be saying that phrase the rest of your life with that degree. And he was right, because that phrase translates to, welcome to Foot Locker. <laughs> you know, but some people decide to skip college, skip higher education. I have a lot of respect for self-made people like that. But sometimes, you know, I got to admit, they take a little too much pride in it. Like, I met this guy the other day, and when he found out I had a degree, he became so defensive. And he went, you spent four years at a university, and you're unemployed. I started working right after high school, and now I run my own business. What do you think about that, college boy? Yeah. Yeah, then I got defensive and said, is there any chance you're hiring? The coolest job I ever had, though, was uh, I worked as a cashier at a 7-Eleven in the city over here. Uh, that was, that was kind of cool. Like, you know, not, not great benefits. Like, I remember when I had to fill out my uh, health insurance form, just had one question. It's like, casket or cremation? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was a cool job, you know? Like, people would come in every day, you know, like, nights, on weekends, and they'd come in on holidays, too. Like, our surprisingly busiest holiday was uh, Valentine's Day, which let me give you some advice if that's where you're doing Valentine's Day shopping. Uh, you clearly don't want to be in a relationship anymore. <laughs> and I remember this one guy came to the register and he was holding a plastic flower and a microwave burrito. And I'm like, this guy is the king of awful Valentine's Day gifts. <laughs> and I thought that until I saw the guy behind him carrying two armfuls of pregnancy tests. And I'm like, new champion! <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Let's see what this chicken scratch says. <sighs> I almost said mega here. I didn't ask you a question. I just said, what is in that juice, Pam? Good Lord. I got to, I got to, I don't even know what that stands for. Like crazy, what was the rest of the letters? Cannab. I graduated from college and I don't even know what that means. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I had bad luck. Like I remember one time I was uh, on a plane and, uh, and I was using the bathroom and I clogged the bathroom on a plane, like we're in the sky, we have a sky toilet and I still managed to clog that. Uh, yeah, okay, that was just more of a, a sad aside than anything else. <laughs> but you guys seem like a cool crowd. Uh, what do you guys wanna hear a joke about? Shout anything random or crazy and I'll do a joke about it. like anything in the news or politics or whatever you guys want. Trump's a racist. Okay, I heard dating. 
Uh, <laughs> man, it's tough being single. Uh, it, it's definitely tough. Like, buddy of mine, he's like, no, you're single now. Let's go dancing. Let's hit the clubs. Like, you know, women will be there. They like to dance. Like, do you women like to dance? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. But, so you said no to me earlier, but now you're on board. Okay. Uh, clearly not. Uh, but no, like, that's cool. I wish, I wish you guys would say that when I was at a club and asked you to dance. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, uh, you know, I, uh, uh, I'm not much of a dancer, and I think it's a height thing. I think it's really a height thing, you know, because, like, women are 5'4", 5'5", 5'6". Like, that's perfect height for dancing, you know? You turn to your left, you see your friends, you turn to your right, people you're dancing with. Like, that's fun. I'm too tall. I'm 6'3". Like, when I'm on the dance floor, I don't see the people I'm dancing with. I just see over their heads and into the faces of other tall guys. Like, do you know how confusing it is when you have a woman pressed up against your body and you're staring into the eyes of another man? <laughs> Too many emotions. But the only, like, the, <laughs> the only people it's worse for than like tall guys having to dance are short guys, you know? Because it sucks because they're the best dancers, but nobody notices them unless like they get bumped into or you put a drink on their head thinking that they're a table. That was a very tall man laughing, I'm assuming. I don't know. <laughs> very tall. Oh, my gosh. I feel, I feel a little dirty because I can't see him, but we're still talking. Like, I feel like I should put a quarter in and talk to him on a phone. And, you know, the screen comes up and down. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of a lot of things, man. Like, I'm, a, I'm afraid of a, a ghost. You guys are familiar with ghosts, you know? Yeah. They're, they're frightening, right? They're scary, you know? Because, you know, who knows? Uh, <laughs> that's just my personal take. But no, like, ghosts are scary. And it got bad because the last place I was living I thought was haunted. Because every day I would hear these voices saying, get out, get out. So I did some research on the house. Turns out it wasn't haunted. It was just my parents being passive aggressive. And this is, and this is, this is like, this is cool that I get to meet you guys like this. Like I get to, you know, just talk at you, you know, oh, admiring each other's twin hair. Yeah, we did. Really? Did you guys, did you guys just sit down and you're like, whoa, this is the first time. Oh, is that what the message said? Oh my gosh. I can't believe I just got complimented by Mini Driver. That's so cool. <laughs> I loved you. And, uh, you never, you never saw Gross Point Blank, with John Cusack. You saw Gross Point Blank, no? She's from Germany, but they still have movies in there, don't they? Okay. Was that a one? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, good. I'm, I'm getting to the. Okay. Thank you. Hmm. Well, I'm glad that that all went well. <laughs> I know, like I'm, I'm like talking to these two beautiful, you know, Johnson and Johnson spokesmodels. That'd be great if those were your last names too. I'm like, I'm Johnson, I'm Johnson. I'm like, oh my gosh, and we never met, and now here we are, and then this is getting weird. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but no, like, I, I am glad I get to meet you guys like this because, you know, I, I went up and I got to say, you know, my name's Noah and you guys were unimpressed. Uh, but that's, I'd, I'd prefer that because normally, like, uh, do you guys ever get anxiety when you have to meet somebody new for the first time? You ever get a little anxious, a little nervous? For, well, yeah, well, for me, it's because, like, I think part of it is the handshake. I get really nervous about messing up a handshake because it's easy to do in theory, but it's also really easy to mess up and it can be kind of embarrassing. Like, have you ever gone for a handshake, you know? You shake their hand, but then out of nowhere, they decide to like hug you too, so they're like this, they're like, 
and you weren't ready for it, so you just got to stand there and take it like. <laughs> you know, or like, <laughs> or like you go for a handshake, and at the last second, they decide to switch to a fist bump, but you're committed, so like you shake the, you know, the wrap up. <laughs> I thought for a while, I thought I found a way, like I thought waving was like the way of the future for how we greet people, and it works like up close. I can be like, hey, Pam. That works, yeah, see? But like if somebody's far away, then like, and they don't see you, then it gets kind of weird. Cause like you can wave for a little bit. You can be like, hey, hey, like over here, over here. But then at some point, like when they don't see you, you don't, cause you already committed to the wave. You can't do anything else. You can't be like, yeah, right on. And then just like slide your hand <laughs> in your pocket. Like you want them to see you. So like you wave, you know? And then when it gets more desperate, like you start waving faster. And like at that point, if you're waving this fast, you're kind of like saying, you know, you're not saying hi to a friend. You're just saying goodbye to your dignity in front of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should end in a joke. Um, <laughs> because I like you guys. I think you guys are cool. Uh, pardon my French, cool cats. Like, you know, you guys are, uh, pardon my German. <laughs> it's nice to know they don't tolerate crap in Germany either. <laughs> uh, 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 I'll do a joke. Look at I, uh, I, I, uh, you pets? Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, good. Uh, and and turtles, right? Okay, good. Look at me bridging the gap. I should be a UN member. You know, I could just say words and have you nod. Uh, so so like I had a turtle when I was a kid. I when I was a when I was a young boy, I had a turtle, and his name was Noah. Uh, named the turtle because I was a young narcissist. And uh, and like and he was cool, man. I loved Leo, but uh, I would keep him on a tank in my window. But one night he got kidnapped by raccoons. Yeah, I know, it was like, it's awful. You know, Noah got kidnapped by raccoons. And my parents, they didn't want me to worry, you know, so they went out in the morning and bought me another turtle because at the time they loved me. So uh, so what they did, you know, I, and they didn't do a very good job. They didn't do a very good job replacing Leo, so I called them out on it. I'm like, uh, Mom, why does Leo, or why does Noah look weird? And she goes, well, Noah, you know, turtles change colors depending on the seasons. And I'm like, all right, but why is Noah now a rabbit? <laughs> hey, I love you guys, thanks. Next comedian. My God, we've done, this will be the third show we've done together this week, Jordan. Can you, un, do you understand, is there significance there? Is the, is the universe coming together or falling apart? I'm not sure. Uh, but he, I love his hairstyle today. It's been differently. I actually, I think that my favorite right now is the ponytail. I really like the pony. I really, it makes him look like a badass, you guys. Uh, and he is, and you're gonna love his jokes. Clap wildly, go crazy, it's Jordan Simonera. Oh my God, it's me, it's Jordan. It's Jordan again. Here we are, once again. Who am I looking at? People that have seen me do comedy, except for maybe three of them. All right, this should be fun. Uh, hi, German girl. Where's your boyfriend on a Friday night? Is he working or something? No? In Germany? Aww. It's a sad German love story. It's sad. I don't know much about German people. I was doing a show recently, and a British man came up to me, and he said, you know, I think that your act will go over magnificently in the UK. And that's how I found out that I'm not funny. I was... <laughs> 
rough. We don't think that British people are funny here. That's the joke. <laughs> don't be sorry. It's their fault. Um, I saw recently, actually in the UK, I was just reading uh, today, that uh, a man in the UK uh, who was a sperm donor has fathered 54 children. Yeah, that's roughly 1,728 <laughs> disgusting teeth that we will have to see at some point. Uh, as a population of people. <laughs> Sorry, that's a, it's an old stereotype about British people. I don't even know if it's true. I have terrible teeth. It's cheap shot, okay? I'm all about cheap shots. All about cheap shots. I'm going to pick on my mom. That's right, the cheapest shot of all. I'm picking on my mother, guys. I'm going for the jugular, mom. No, I used to spend a lot of time with my mom as a child uh, because I didn't have a father around. Uh, <laughs> that's for me. Uh, now, I spent a lot of time with my mom at Hobby Lobbies. My mom's an artist. You know what a Hobby Lobby is? Craft store, right? I've seen more fake flowers than I ever imagined I wanted to have on my childhood grave from spending so much time in Hobby Lobbies. Just felt like prison in there. How long does it really take for your mom to figure out what size of styrofoam cone that she needs to create something that was never intended to be on the planet Earth? I don't. <laughs> that, is, that is a weird thing you made, Mom. That is a weird thing. This shirt says my mom loves my art. She likes it, I guess. Not loves. She does. She likes my art. It's good. I don't know that she even knows where I am right now. Um, she's probably worried about me. I'm worried about me. I don't really know what I'm doing with this set because I've seen so many familiar faces. I don't recognize you and I don't recognize you. That's it. Everybody else I've, I've seen before and I feel very unfresh, you know? Doesn't feel fresh in here. I'm trying to air, I'm trying to air it out. I'm trying to air it out. Oh man. I heard that a woman in Georgia was recently arrested for getting naked and punching another customer at a Waffle House in the face. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, she didn't realize that Denny's is the only place that you can serve a Grand Slam. That's stupid. That's stupid. A Grand Slam is uh, it's a breakfast that you can get at Denny's. However, she was at a Waffle House, so it was a breakfast joke. It's, it's not, you don't need to get it. It's bad. Poor, poor writing. You do get it, but the thing that you need to understand is that it's not good. That's a bad joke, okay? Chalk that one up to bad joke. I will do the same, and I promise I will never tell anyone else. Just kidding. I'm joking about that. I'm going to tell other people that joke until it works. Next time, this guy's going to stay. He's going to be like, that Waffle House joke, that was off the chain, dude. And it's going to be great. And then I'm probably going to get a comedy special. I'll probably make a lot of money. And then you guys will never see me again. That's right. No, that's not, none of that stuff's going to happen. Oh, boy. Um, what else do I want to talk about? This is my impression of... <laughs> this is my impression of a general manager at a restaurant... Uh, that's about to fire a shift manager who is 
also in charge of ordering the paper and plastic products for the restaurant, okay? This is an impression of a general manager who is about to fire a shift manager responsible for ordering all of the plastic and paper products for the restaurant. This is the last straw. This is the last straw. All right, that's it. That's stupid. That's really dumb. I know I look like I sell weed, uh, but I don't. I just managed to have enough on me at any given time to give you some at a reasonable price, so. Everybody knows what's in the bag. Rent's coming up, what's in the bag? Okay. He gets it. This is bad. Sorry, guys. Uh, all I've done today so far was uh, get out of bed, uh, take a shower, and then I ate a plate of Indian food, and I drank a beer. Yeah. I've been awake for four hours. It was dark when I woke up. Darkish. Getting dark. You look outside and you realize that you didn't do it today, you know? You're like, all right, didn't do it today. Maybe tomorrow. You know, maybe tomorrow. Hey, Steve Pogey's here, everyone. He's really funny, right? Let's all get a laugh one time for Steve. Already? <laughs> That's right, Steve. I'm just handing them out. I drove all the way here to just hand out laughs because I'm such a loving and caring person. That's me. That's my MO. Um, I don't know if I wrote anything else on that. Ah, yes. I was, uh, I was reading uh, today that uh, they have found significant evidence that says uh, we receive information about other people's oral energy through our hair. Yeah, so longer hair, longer beards, more body hair, uh, you have a sixth sense. And that's why I've realized recently that I am so sensitive. I'm a very sensitive boy. I am covered in hair. It's disgusting to an extent. It is. Hello. This guy senses quite a bit. I can already tell. You sense a lot. You have, you do. You have a sense. I can tell because I was reading an article that I was discussing earlier before you walked in with that amazing beard. It was about, uh, yeah, let's just rehash it for him. This really wasn't, this really wasn't going anywhere, so. We'll just fill him in. I was reading an article. Uh, it basically just said that uh, people with long hair can sense things better than other people. It was a weird study. The military conducted it before Vietnam. It's very interesting. They took a bunch of Native American people, and they were the best trackers at the time. This was this was Vietnam. This was really happened. They were the best trackers in their uh, in their in their tribes, and they took them out there. But they had uh, they shaved all their hair off because they were in the military. And all these people during war games, uh, they died because they couldn't, they, they couldn't sense what they could sense previously. And so they did the same thing as if the government hasn't killed enough Native American people. <laughs> they got another group of expert Native American trackers and they said, wait a second, this time don't cut their hair. And they passed all of the war games with flying colors. They were able to avert death on many occasions, and they were able to find targets that other people could not. So, 
This is the pseudoscience that I am sharing with you on stage. Yes. Facebook links. That's right. I never said that uh, anything that happened up here today was going to be funny. Today is just about information and sharing. I told you I was a caring person, and I am, okay? I care about you guys because I need someone to care about me desperately, all right? I, uh, I knew uh, growing up that I was never tall enough to play basketball. But I've recently found out that I'm not tall enough to Tinder. Does anybody know that? <laughs> Does anybody know that? That's right. Apparently women all look for a six foot three dude. That's, didn't know that. Uh, but that's fine. I'm always looking for a six foot three girl. That's weird. I don't, they weren't, they didn't see that one coming. Uh, it's not true. Tall women intimidate me. I don't know why. It's just primal, I think. It's like, oh, she's tall. She might hurt me. They never do. They don't hurt you. <laughs> women are very nice. I like women. Women are cool. Women are cool in my book. Yeah, this is a... P See? I'm nice. I'm a feminist. I'm sh I share shit with people, like information. Oh, my God. Who wouldn't want to be with me right now? My girlfriend, uh, she left a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I could do some real jokes, but I really had some, st I, I had all those things that I wanted to talk about. I really just wrote most of that stuff today, and I'm sorry that it was so bad. It'll be better in a couple weeks, so uh, considering I see all of you with regularity, <laughs> uh, you can see how the old Native American hair joke's going, or <laughs> what's going on with the fucking British tooth joke, you know? I don't know. Who knows? Will I tell it again? I did have to commit to memory that 54 times 32 is 1,728, okay? For that joke, that's more math than I've done in a long time. Um, I don't educate myself anymore. Uh, learning is, is over. I feel like I've learned. People like to say that they always enjoy to learn. They like to learn, con continually experiencing and learning. Learning's over for me. I'm done. I know everything I'm going to know. I'm the smartest person that I can be. And I, I just, I've done hallucinogenic substances too many times to gain any more knowledge from them. And I'm not going to read. I'm just not going to do it. I'm kidding, I read. I read those articles today. I read those articles and I wrote shoddy jokes about them. It's been my goal to not tell a joke. And I started with one. And then everything since then has been pretty horrific. I really like walking through... It's basically all that I've done thus far is I'll set up some stuff, explain it to you, re-explain it to you, and then we'll... It's like a really bad TV show on the History Channel, you know, where they, like, give you basically all the information in the first 10 minutes, and then they go to commercial break, and then they come back, and then they revamp everything they told you again and give you a little bit of more information, and then they go to a commercial break, and they just keep doing it until you want to kill yourself. Why do people pay for cable? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I don't... The internet has everything, and your neighbor has the internet. Like, why would you... Why would you pay for anything? Never pay your way. That's a, that's a Joy Division song, okay? We're going to talk about Joy Division right now. Don't ever pay your way. Don't, all right? 
somehow I got to pay this rent, though. I do have quite a few bags of weed on me. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't. But if you ask me, I probably would. Um, I ate some eggplant today. Every time I eat eggplant, uh, I think about this little hamster that I used to have. Uh, because I used to feed him people food. And there was a whole like website of like, these are things that this kind of hamster can eat. These are things you should never feed to this hamster, right? Uh, I had to go somewhere for the weekend and I was leaving him some food. And I always like chop him up a little bit of vegetables, a little bit of fruit and give him a piece of cheese, you know? He's so cute, he's the cutest little thing. Named him Chupi. That's right, little Chupi. It's like a little chupacabra because he bite me a lot, you know? Was, always imagined he would murder me in my sleep. Um, one day I had to leave town for a couple of days and, and I had one, uh, I, I gave him some eggplant and that was on the list of don't feed him that. And when I came home, uh, for the next three days, I slowly watched his central nervous system break down until he uh, couldn't function anymore basically and he died face down in a pile of bananas. Uh, <laughs> and, they, and he loved them, he loved bananas so much. You should have saw how fast he ate that eggplant. It was impressive. Um, this was really hard for me, by the way. I, I've never had a pet that died on me before. I just left those ones with my mom, and she like, I was like, all right, mom, I gotta leave. And she'd be like, okay, they'll die, and I'll call you and act like it's really serious in a couple years, and it's not. Um, animals die, guys. Uh, but it feels really bad when you accidentally kill one with an eggplant. And then I met this girl on a bus a few years later, and we dated for two years. And about a year into it, you know, when you start telling each other, like, pet names and stuff, I started calling her Choopy a lot. And I don't think she realized that her, uh, her name came from a hamster that I killed. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to talk about that. Oh, yeah, Pam, you were saying that if you had a kid right now that uh, it would be retarded. Mm -hmm. I think that's an interesting point that you make. My mom had a child when I was a senior in high school. She was 40 years old. Uh, she is f 12 now. She's five foot eight, and she's really weird. <laughs> she's like a mongoloid monster girl, and she and I've seen her like maybe seven times in my in her entire existence. And every time I see her, she's always like, brother. And it's really strange because I have like really no relationship with this person, but she somehow knows who I am. My mom's like, she's really good at soccer. And it's like, yeah, she's fucking two feet taller than everyone that's her age. I don't know, it's weird. I'm glad that you didn't have a child and you're not having children so that we can keep eating Indian food and drinking pot punch <laughs> in a seedy place in the mission. This is. This is great. Thank you so much for the time. My name is Jordan. Jordan Sermonera. Talking about everything other than his jokes. I was, I was open for the hits. I was like, is he going to give us in and out no. 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 No, we're not going to get that today. Uh, hey, you guys, uh, give it one more time for Jordan Sermonera. Yay! Yay! Clapping wildly. Woo! We're getting into the part of the show that you guys are all waiting for. Uh, we have two real road comics for the rest of the show. These are people that go out on the road in like the Midwest and do jokes for people who have no sense of humor. 
So I have no idea how that's gonna work. Like, I, I, right? Though these people, they actually go to places like Kansas. <laughs> they have, seriously, the, I, I think our, our next comedian, he's from Missouri. So he, these are his people, yeah, Midwest. But he's gonna make you guys laugh right now. Uh, he's putting together, well you guys write, you should, what you should do right now is watch the very first episode that Pete and Poji just released. It's amazing, it's online right now. You must watch it, it's fucking hilarious. And then you guys are gonna love his comedy right now. So clap wildly for Steve Poji. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm 31, I live with my father. Let's just start there, all right. Uh, not a proud moment, uh, but growing up, me and my dad, we didn't always get along. Is this thing on? Is this, I feel like it's weird. All right, is it just my ears? I got stoned. I can't hear shit right now. All right, I just got off fucking shit. But yeah, didn't have a good relationship with my dad, so the fact that I can live with him now is awesome. Like, my dad's insane. Like, right now, he goes in the backyard and pees on the fence because he thinks that keeps raccoons away. All right? No, it just made the neighbors build a very small fence blocking their window from our backyard. Sometimes you gotta scare away the rodents. Learn that in Kansas, see? It's Italian. <laughs> we got Indian food. Uh, feeling that energy, that's... We're gonna spend 30 minutes together. You can enjoy this however you want. I'm happy to be here. And, uh, it's good. Uh, Feeling frustrated, people. Feeling frustrated. Not drinking. That's a big uh, negative drawback right there, the not drinking. When you're drinking, you always have a plan, right? I've just been thinking about this the last couple. I haven't drank 2016. Like, if you're having fun, you go drinking, right? You got to celebrate, you go drinking. You're bored, you just go drinking. Something bad happens, you go drinking, right? When you're not drinking, it's horrible. Something bad happens to you, like, well, I guess I'll wait for it to feel better. That's what I'll do. That's my plan. Wait it out. It's not fun. But you can't drink. At least I can't. It's a maniac. I've been maced, tasered, hit in the back of the head with a bottle, chair, right? Kid with roller skates kicked me. So much fun, though. It was so much fun. You don't know you're living life until you wake up in a hospital with electrodes hooked up to you. Like, that's, like, man, we're making it. All right. You guys want to slow roll this? <laughs> I'll make someone enjoy it. Um, you know what? Let's, uh, let's learn a little bit about labor, people. How about that? Uh, we got Joe Hill over here. He's dead. 1915. Gone. The man known as Joe Hill was born in Sweden. He's not even America. Why do we have this shit hung up? His given name was Joel Emanuel... Haglin, that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, he came to the U.S. in 1910. He switched over. I like what he's working with. And he worked at a migrant labor jobs all over. Oh, we got some typos. <laughs> it's all right, Joe. I'm not going to expose you, buddy. I'm sorry. Joe Hill is still there. That's the last line. We got a couple cats. Want to talk about that? Just want to continue with the shame. It's late in the night. I know. You guys have just been smashed in the face with comedy. 
It's hard to be the 58th person in an orgy, but you get up here, you put your little smile on, and you trudge along. All right? Keep it professional, people. Keep it clean. This is on the airwaves. This is being broadcasted. At any point in time, I just start yelling at you, they're going to hear it, right? And they're not going to know why. Maybe they will. They can hear it. Feel like we're coming closer together? I've got two cats. When you're a man and you buy two cats, you are a lonely ass man. It's like, what you're saying to yourself is like, I could just get one cat, but then I might have to go somewhere. And then that cat, he'd be just as lonely as I am. I gotta get him a buddy, right? Then you feel safe, go camping. Let's start there. With nothing else tonight, I want you to leave with a mental image in your head of two cats in a tent. That's what I want, people. Two cats in a tent holding little flashlights. Huh? Reading Goosebumps books. Remember the good old days? R.L. Stein, indeed. I didn't intend to buy these cats. I'm going back to you. I feel like I'm representing the community here. My dumb face. My short hair. Jordan's talking about hair. I feel like Chewbacca's hemorrhoid. I'm just fucked up. I got hair, and I don't have hair. My body can't make up its mind. If, if I'll have hair if I can be warmer. I'm cold all the time. I got wet feet right now. I'm going to keep swinging for the fences. You're not going to slow me down. <laughs> I've got a lot of time. I'll just go individually and make eye contact and find out your middle name. <laughs> then I'll forget it. I'm an idiot. Like when I was taught to read, I was taught to read by just like sight, like the first couple letters and then, oh yeah, we know this word, okay, good. Like I don't actually sound everything out, right? Which makes it a problem because I'm big into fantasy books like Lord of the Rings, right? Star Wars and shit. But I can't talk to anybody about it because I'm mispronouncing the names like a motherfucker. I'm like, oh yeah, I do that part where, you know, Fredergrua, like Frodo. I'm like, fuck, dude, I just. I'm just making shit up. You knew what I meant. That's the point. I'm just too lazy. I don't want to relearn how to do that shit. I don't read Rolling Stone. It doesn't affect me that much. Sure, sometimes I forget a period here or there. And my, I'm just complaining about my life right now. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Underneath this red light. Thank you for having the red light right here so I can feel like a whore that I am. <laughs> I do, I do, I've got two cats. They mean the world to me. I didn't actually like mean to buy these things. I was just like, let's go down to the Humane Society. Let's just see what's going on. We got a free afternoon. Right? You know what's going on in the Humane Society? Pain and suffering. That's what they got down there. Like, you like this cute little fuzzy guy? He's, he's happy and playful. You want to take him out? You don't? We're going to kill him. That's what we're going to do. We're just going to toss him down. Is that cop lights? Yeah. They're after me. Hey, at least it's you and not me. I had to call the DA's office three times a week for the past two weeks. Hey, uh, Steve again, you guys got any charges filed out of Ingleside by chance? Uh, just bad night, just you know, my birthday, no problem. February 25th, no. <laughs> if you did, her name's Jenny, she's a nice lady, I'm telling you. True story. Part of the reason why I quit drinking, got maced. Oh, fuck, that'll fuck you up. Drunk, pan attack, you throw a little mace in there, whew, that's a party. You want to talk about feeling the burn. You know, and mace doesn't wash right off with you. That was a big concern because I got home. I was all fucked up. The cats are like, what the fuck happened, dude? 
They wanted to be around me, but I still had the chemical shit on me. Like, I'd take showers, hot water would activate it, and I'd start burning all over again. It was fucking horrible. Welcome, welcome. Talking about burning. No, it's not cool. You ever been burned before, man? By maize? You're not living life, sir. You brought food to a food place? All right. Fair enough. You win this one. Welcome to the, uh, the bungalow of depression. We're just up here working through our feelings. Right before you got here, we all stood up and said a little something about ourselves. If you just, you know, you're joining us kind of late. Oh. Wow. That's, those, are, those are old cheesy uh, road tricks. You go on the road and some guy stands up, or comes in the middle of the show late. Well, another one is, can I get you anything like a watch? Seen a lot of people yell that shit out. That would never ends well. <laughs> My favorite part about working the road is uh, the hypnotist. Have you got, like, like, in the middle of nowhere, like fucking Winnescogee, you know, Wisconsin or some shit, they'll just have like one place that like the whole town goes to, right? All 800 of them. They just go to this little place. And then they get like hypnotists come in and they always do, they like talk you into some shit, right? And they get people from the crowd up there. And then they're like, oh, I'm under, and I'm doing wacky shit. This shit's fucking fake as hell. No, you've never heard of this, have you? Dude, all right, get ready for this. Fuck you guys. All right. So, yeah, they'll go around, and he'll be like, like, the lights will be out, and he'll be like, I want you to think of a number. Think of a number. Think of a number. Count backwards from that number. And then they'll be like, if, if someone goes under, point them out. And some people are like, oh, Charlie's fucked up. And they fucking point them out, and they get them, and they put them on stage, and they're under. They're under. That's like a big code word. You're under the influence of hypnosis. Whatever you're doing, you don't mean to. It's hypnosis. So then he'll do dumb shit, and he'll be like, oh, hey, Kathy, uh, your shoes are untied. And she's barefoot, and she's like, ah, what the fuck? Ah. Right? And then he's like, like, iceberg. And they fuck, go back under, right? But sometimes it does not always go according to plan. Okay? Sometimes you get someone who's drunk, who's faking it. You get some red herrings. Right? I'll tell you this one story. Guy does his little hypnotist act, right? And he's got this whole crowd up there, and there's this little old lady. And this lady, like she's like classic cookies grandmother, 80 years old, right? Soft gray hair. Awesome. He's doing it on her. He's like, oh, hey, hey, Becky. Uh, yeah, yeah. These napkins, these are money. Okay, you want to get as many of these as you can. All right, iceberg, iceberg, iceberg. Right? And then he goes, and three count. And then she's fucking. What happened? I don't know what is going on. Oh. Right. And he starts talking about something. Right. And he pulls out the napkins and she's, oh my God, I won the lotto. Just like fucking generic shit, right? And he's like, oh yes, you won. So she's stuffing napkins in her bra and shit, this little grandma. He's like, iceberg, iceberg, iceberg. And she goes under, right? And he's, Becky, Becky, you're the laughter police now. Anytime anybody laughs, you've got to get them to stop. You're the laughter police. Iceberg, iceberg. And then he wakes up, he's all, he's walking around, he's like, oh yeah, hey, Becky, go ahead and look at your bra. And she's, what's good? Oh, why do I have all these napkins in my bra? And the audience laughs. Hey now, you stop laughing. Bigger laugh. I mean it, stop laughing. Bigger laugh. She runs up to the front of the stage, to the couple sitting in the very front row. And she goes, you shut up, you fucking niggers. Goes, iceberg, 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 romaine, Caesar salad, iceberg. 
could not get her out. And then it was like, he was like, uh, can we get the house lights down, please? It's awesome. Awesome. That's what I collect. You might have Beanie Babies or I Love Lucy dishes or some shit. Hypnotist stories. That's my bread and butter. Next story. <laughs> Hypnotist. Dirty hypnotist. It's a different type of hypnotist. Like this time, they'd get all Becky, but they'd be like, hey, Becky, rub your ass on the carpet like a chihuahua iceberg. iceberg. And she, right? Oh, this banana's a penis. Just fucking, it's triple X rated. They fucking sell out. Do these old barn grannies, dude? They come out in droves for this shit, dude. Well, the X rated dude cancels the week after they've been promoting the show for like three months. So the club owner, in a panic, goes to the fucking yellow pages, goes under H, bam, calls the guy. Hey, you need, we need you, all right? You're hired for the weekend. He comes, oh, okay. So there's a comic warming up for him, and this guy's got to go hypnotize a whole sold-out crowd of 300 people, right, and get his little players up there, and it's X-rated. And this guy comes out, and he's doing the lamest shit, you know. This is money. Oh, look at the napkins. Like the same hack hypnotist shit. First show bombs out. People are getting up and leaving. Right? Some guy threw a beer bottle at this dude. This shit's fucking wild. Next show comes in there in the green room. This dude panics. He's like, dude, what the fuck? And the owner comes in. He's like, look, motherfucker, this is a dirty show. You do a dirty show, or you're fucking fired. We're getting someone else, man. These shows are sold out. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be dirty. I'll be dirty. And the owner storms off, and he's talking to the comic. He's like, oh, he's like, normally I do like birthday parties and like, you know, picnics and stuff. This is, and then the, the comic's like, dude, you just got to be dirty. That's what the people want, right? So the comic goes up. He does this time. Here comes the hypnotist, right? Same fucking jokes. But this time he's like, all right, you fucking cunts. These napkins are fucking money. Yeah, fuck you. We're going to take these napkins and you can suck my dick. He's yelling at the audience. He got fired. <laughs> I probably should have told those stories in reverse order, but <laughs> they are true and tickle me to death every night when I go to sleep. And that's why I have cats. <laughs> Two. I couldn't help it. I went to jail. Been locked up before. I walk into this animal shelter, row of cats in cages on top of a row of cats in cages. All the cats are, I got to bail these bitches out, man. This is how to happen, right? Never ordered a cat before, never done it. Didn't know what to say exactly. I was just like, uh, yeah, that cat, let me get him. Excuse me? That cat, let me get him. Well, it's one cat for $29.99, or you can get two for 40 I was like, I want all the cats, bitch. All right, you don't understand. I got a credit card and a van. Put them in boxes and load them the fuck up. All right, I'm here to play keeps. Operation Liberation in effect. But it doesn't work that way. You can't just slap down a visa and start pulling animals out of cages. No, there's a whole process you got to go through. It's like you crash landed in North Korea and you got secrets. You're going to fucking waterboard them out of you. This fucking 16-year-old volunteer gets in my face. Uh, sir, it says here on your forever home application that you live with your father. What about it, bitch? I made some mistakes. You got to bring that shit up right now. 
So well, and sir, if, in order for us to approve your forever home application, we have to speak to all the occupants and the residents. What? I bought a Ford Taurus for $4,000. Nobody said shit. I'm getting $40 in cats. We got to make fucking phone calls. Like even if I walked outside and threw them on the roof, it's still better than in here, right? Like you're going to kill, like I know what you're doing with your little kitty cat Auschwitz and I'm not approving, all right? I fight for fuzzies and I want them fucking loaded up. Sir, it's part of the policy in order for us to approve. What the fuck? Well, you don't have to call him. He could call you, right? Theoretically, he could just call into you. That would be fine. I'll be right back. I was so mad. I walked out in front of the glass window, lit up a cigarette, took the phone out, made eye contact with this bitch, dialed the number in her face. Yeah, this is Steve's dad. I understand he's trying to adopt two cats. I'd give them to him. He's a lonely motherfucker. Oh, so your forever home's been approved. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Good luck at prom, you evil bitch. But now I get home, now it's just me and the fucking cats. I got so caught up in liberating them, I didn't realize it was like a 15-year decision. I made a commitment to these things. I had to become pack leader. It's a challenge, but I had to step up to the plate. You know, I'm trying. I got my gray cat, Smokey. I didn't name him. That's just what they came with, right? He's laying on my belly, I'm petting him, he's purring. It's a tender father, you know, thing moment. Like here we are, three days in, all of a sudden, big white worm shoots out of his ass. Yeah, so now I got a cat with worms and vomit on my bed. Because I threw up immediately. Okay, you don't see a white worm shoot out of a butthole and walk away okay. Right? Even if it's Kim Kardashian, you gotta ask a question. Like, dude, what the fuck, yeah? You got athlete's butthole. That's what you got. You need some tough acting to acting on that. All right, we're not doing that. But I manned up. Dude, I took care of these cats. They loved me everywhere I go. Bam, I had two six-month-old cats. They were right by my side at all times. I get up, get a glass of water, boom, both of them right behind me. We're a team. Sometimes I get up, they'd be asleep. They'd want to run after me, but they're still babies, so they're like trying to stretch and run, and they're just weaving everywhere, right, stumbling into shit. I get too far ahead, they get scared. I'm like, dude, it's stupid. I'm right here, man. Come on. Let's go. I'm waiting for you, bud. No furry left behind. I don't know. It's weird. They're like drunk frat guys getting left by a party bus. Like, <laughs> somebody gets up and jumps and runs out of a room. I'm going to stop for a minute. Assess the situation. But, yeah, they're my cats. I love them. One of them had to have an $875 tooth operation. Got a $1,000 cat in this motherfucker. I paid for it. He had a tooth growing out of his face. I paid for it. I'd be lying to you if there wasn't a couple of nights I had, like, too many PBRs and some needle-nose pliers. Like, dude, I'm going to watch a YouTube video, and this is going to happen. All right. Papa loves you. You're young. You're going to heal. But I didn't. I took him into the vet. I paid all this money. I get the cat back. I let him out. Right? He's so drugged up, he can't walk on the linoleum or the hardwood floor. He just lays there like a fat dolphin. Right? He's an 18-pound gray cat. Tongue hanging out. 
And I look, and he's got a shaved butthole. They shaved my cat's butthole, didn't say a fucking word to me. I had to sign a paper saying it was okay for them to cut his claws. Nothing about a shaved butthole. And you can't just call up the vet and inquire about the shaved butthole. Like, hey, what happened? Did you guys get the ends mixed up? What was, he had a tooth taken out. His hindquarters looked great. Like, what? So, so, so he's just, eh, eh, shaved butthole. I'm like, oh my God, dude. I take you to the vet at Bill Cosby's house. What the fuck happened to you, man? <laughs> Falling apart. I'm not the monster in that joke. like to point that part out. <laughs> Make that clear to everybody. But, yeah, that's my team. I, uh, I was dating this girl. Dated her a couple times. She came over to meet the cats. Like, that's how serious I am about this shit. The funny part, didn't go well. <laughs> No, she came over, the gray cat ran over, started biting her toes. She sat down, the striped cat ran up the back of the couch, dragged and kicked this bitch in the back of the head. <laughs> Two days later, I find out this girl's actually married, trying to set something up on the side. I was like, oh my God, dude. You got shit in a box, you eat spiders, <laughs> and you got a built-in skank detector? Oh my, <laughs> dude, we're throwing a parade. Why would you have children? I, I got the cats, man. I just I swore off a date, and I was like, fuck this. This shit's nuts. It's not working out. It's hard to do online dating when you live at your dad's house. Just <laughs> like, what are you looking for in a woman? Someone who could keep it down. Okay, definitely looking for that. How do you feel about sneaking out of windows? You want to live young and lively? <laughs> you wanna, if it doesn't go well with the cats, you're fucking out. All right, I want to make that clear up front. Time. But I, I, I did, I ended up, I, I didn't date for like two or three years, I just focused on work, doing a lot of projects, doing film, podcasts, stand-up, right, fucking funny celibacy, basically, that's what I was fucking chuckling at myself about. But then this girl came in, and dude, and I got all fired up, I got all excited, started talking to her, a little hanging out here and there. Here's the thing, when you go on like a couple dates with somebody, and they ask you to spend the night. Like you're probably gonna have sex, right? Like it's not guaranteed, right? Not completely sealed, right? Don't show up already stretched and shit, all right? Wearing spandex and a fucking, you know, sweat bead or whatever. Just take a breath. But there's a high probability. So you don't wanna walk into the situation looking like an asshole where sex shows up and you still got your Halloween costume on. You know what I'm saying? You wanna be in the tuxedo form. You know, you, if you're going to have an open house, you've got to vacuum first. Get the dust off the cobwebs and shit. I'm just saying, I got hit with this question. I panicked. I turned the first one down. I was like, nope, I got to go home. See ya. <laughs> Finished. Then I made preparations, right? I got in there. I cleaned up the fucking crash zone. You know, got everything straight and narrow. I had a salad for lunch, skipped dinner, wanted to come in, trim, right? No onions. Didn't want to be farting up in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? No drinking, didn't want the blood flow to be hindered, wanted a fucking powerful time, right? Bought raincoats, not saying it's gonna rain. If it does, want a jacket, right? Simple as that, innocent. So we start hanging out, we get to necking. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Kissing, smooching, dude, I'm, 
I'm kissing this girl, I haven't dated in two years, I got a tattoo of Bill Murray, life's fucking good, fuck it. <laughs> Die happy, man, right? And I, I didn't, you know, and you, like, you gotta make subtle movements when you're doing it, right? Because you don't wanna be like too like, is it okay if I do this? Okay, all right, right? But at the same time, you don't wanna do something that someone's not prepared for, all right? So like with this chick, not her, just like any girl basically. All right, I got one move and one move only. And that's to just kind of go around the waistband of the shorts, the underwear, just kind of stretch it like, hey, you know, we got any stop signs? Hey, we clear for landing? All right, not trying to be a cocksucker or nothing. Just, hey. Any objections, fire them off now, you know what I'm saying? Get the flare up there before the boat sinks. That's my motto. <laughs> no objections, I think we're clear. I'm like, perfect, we're gonna pounce, right? And I go, and I take these shorts down, get to about the knees, and I get with, hey, can we keep this at a high school level? <laughs> and now, I'm not a pig. Like, anytime you're expressing any, like, even if, if we're about to have sex and you're frowning, I'm like, hey, what the fuck's going on? All right, time out, time out, huddle up. What are we fucking doing here? Right? So any, any verbal objection, I'm automatically scared now, right? I went from fucking you know, lover boy to rapist real fast. I go, oh, hey, let's hit the brakes and just think about what's happening right now, right? We're not here to offend anybody, right? I mean, I put those shorts up quick. Boy, I was fucking, wham! They went up so fast, I got a rug burn on my wrist. I was fucking, oh, here, put your sweatpants on. Fucking get the jacket on. Let's fucking, let's moonwalk. Let's just take a minute and feel what... At the same time, what the fuck does keep it at a high school level mean? What the fuck does that mean, dude? That's a poor set of instructions. Well, you want me to call my mom and go home? Like, that's what I would do in high school? I mean, if you don't have sex, that's fine. We can sit down and watch a Patrick Swayze movie. I'm a fucking lovable alcoholic. Let's fucking get through it. Because right, then it's like, at that point, I, I just, I just should have been like, hey, let's do something else. But I was just like, hey, I'm going to lay here and look at your face until you do something. <laughs> Like, that's my game plan. I'm just going to, this is a, this is a Mexican standoff, I do believe. <laughs> she was nice, but it was weird, right? And then at the same time, it's late at night. I'm 31 years old. If we're not going to have sex, can we just go to sleep? Like, I'm not, I'm not being a misogynist. I'm just saying, like, I highly value a good night's rest. I can't just pop a Red Bull and spring up like I used to, all right? <laughs> I got creaks in my knees. Right? Can't say that. Just sit there looking at her face. Just me in the face. Hanging out. Breathing on my beard. Mm, that's nice and uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, if you keep breathing on it, it's going to get wet. And that's going to be gross. Because <laughs> my beard will have been in your mouth. So, Yeah. I mean, you don't have Connect Four, you don't have Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you don't have shit to do. All right, let's just face the facts head on. Let's just go to sleep and admit defeat. All right, it worked for Japan, it's gonna work now. Let's get these two bombs to bed. But I hung in there. I wasn't, I wasn't phased by that. I really liked this girl. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, it's crazy as shit. When has it not been crazy? When has this shit ever come out normal or natural? Right? I used to date this girl. She's fucking allergic to cats. All right, I own cats. She's allergic to cats. Everywhere we go, she had to have this fucking needle with her. I, I was like, dude, if I have to use your fucking needle and punch it through your chest plate into your heart to save your life, I'm going to talk about it on stage. All right, let's just be clear about this. She's like, no, 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 Steve, if I have a reaction, you've got to hit me in the leg. 
Not the chest, the leg. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Would have been an awkward 911 phone call. 911, what's your emergency? I saw Pulp Fiction and I fucked up. Yep, she's dying. I'm a dumbass. Get a bus over here. I right, bring the electrical things. This shit got real and I got real quick. But see, that's the thing that sucks is like, it was, it was like, we, we, we hung out a couple more times, right? And things got a little better, holding hands, good stuff. And then the next day it was like, fucking, you're out of here, pal. We've had enough of you and that shitty-ass beard. You're done, <laughs> right? Not so many in that words, but... And then the amicably, you know, let's keep it friends. And it's like, oh, fuck. So now I'm not drinking, and we're friends, so I can't hate you and just talk a bunch of shit about you, <laughs> right? Because I, I got to hate somebody for a certain amount of time sometimes, right? Like the colonel, I've hated the colonel on and off for 31 years, but I still go and see him from time to time, you know? I'm watching that clock. I'm getting 30, not a second more. I don't know, I'm having fun. I enjoyed it. This isn't the Q&A portion of the show, sir, all right? <laughs> We had the Indian food lined up for you, and the first thing you wanted to do is talk to the guy that doesn't want to be talked to. All right, let's just. I got rid of the hair. I donated it. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't like having it in the back of my head because I felt like someone could just grab my head and then, you know, I control you now. Like, that's what I didn't like. But at the same time, it was like I'd, I'd get drunk and I'd be smoking cigarettes and they'd blow into my cigarettes and then I had like bangs going on and shit. And I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> Just decided to get rid of it, cover up that shame. <laughs> cover it right up. So I like living with my dad. I don't give a fuck. It's good for me. Man, uh, dude, that's two in a row, dude. <laughs> fuck. One more and we have to hit you with Indian food. I'm on a diet. That's not helping you. No, I'm teasing. So much for that closer, huh? <laughs> Sometimes you get bucked off the horse and you can just hold on to his dick as he drags you along. <laughs> Give that bull a fierce tug. Fierce tug. <laughs> I saw a raccoon the other day. Um, it got out of the sewer and started running at a guy, and I wanted to be like, look out for that raccoon, uh, but my dumb brain couldn't think of raccoon, so I was just like, monkey dog, monkey dog, right, and this guy didn't speak English, so he was like, okay, <laughs> monkey, and then he saw it, and he was ambling, and it was a fucking big-ass raccoon, though, like a huge raccoon. Like fucking like, like can I bum a cigarette? Like raccoon, he was dangerous. It might have just been a midget in a raccoon costume, all right? I'm not the best witness to have on your side of the defense. I will tell you this, <laughs> I, I went back to Missouri and I visited it over the holidays, so naturally I went to a strip club, right? Because that's, that's where my life's headed. And uh, they like to play, like, somebody went to, like, Walmart on Black Friday and just, like, bought, like, a shitload of flat-screen TVs. So it was, like, there wasn't even, like, walls. It was just flat-screen TVs. And they were all playing the same pornography, like, movie. So it was just, like, the same, like, you're like, all right, we're really going to fucking commit to this, right? <laughs> just one ring to rule them all. 
And it was like, but it was like, it wasn't even like Jenna Jameson-esque porn. It was like, it was four girls on a four-way dildo. Like, ah! Like, oh my God, people are into this? Like, like this was like a fucked up version of Hungry Hungry Hippos. Like, if you <laughs> stare into the eye of that storm. But it was high quality. Like, somebody invested money into the four-way dildo scene. Like, there was, like, production meetings, camera. Like, somebody walked into a bank with a tire iron and a dream. And they just cut them a check right there. All right, thank you, guys. That's, uh, yeah. Steve Boji. Yes. Fall off the horse and grab his dick while he drags you along. That is some fucking philosophy. I, you should be a professor of philosophy in college. And that should be the name of one of the lectures. Is when you fall off the horse, you grab onto his dick and you let him drag you along. I think he could do a whole 50 minute dissertation on that alone. Uh, hey you guys, you're all here for your headliner. He's all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I don't even know where that is on a map. It's like East Coast somewhere. It's between Washington, D.C. and New York somewhere, maybe. Uh, he's a hilarious guy. You guys are going to love him. Clap wildly for Andy Picaro. Okay. Keep it going for Pam. This is... You put all this together. This is a very, um, why is the bag tied to the door? Oh, really? I just come through that door so awkward as it is, then it's like, boom. She might as well fucking put bells on it or something. What's going on? Is it people, you got to give away Indian food to get fucking people to come see me. It's just, like, there's going to be a free Indian buffet for this guy, East Coast, kind of. Not, it's not, it's more the Midwest. It, we're not, it's not really anything. It's not even important. Man, this is fucking busy all of a sudden. <laughs> this is like doing a, like comedy in the hallway uh, <laughs> of like a bus station. You know what I mean? I'm like, people are waiting to go to Syracuse. And I'm like, no, I'm talking about this. Well, <laughs> we could have done this in my Airbnb. <laughs> all right, we'll do that. We'll do two shows tomorrow. I'll do a late night show. In the fucking living room of this fucking Asian family I'm staying with <laughs> in the Excelsior neighborhood. Which sounds like a night, but it's not, it doesn't. No, I like it. San Francisco, this is cool. I like it here. What's going on, man? I gave you a bunch of cigarettes. I know. You could. This, this is already up there for one of the weirdest things. <laughs> no, I, uh, to be honest with you, that's not even fucking true. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> no, I thought you were going to be somebody else. Don't worry about it. That's what you, you know people who ask for cigarettes are fucking shitty people. You know, right? Like that's, first of all, anybody who smokes is kind of a shitty person. You know what I mean? Like I smoke, so I'm not fucking, but it's kind of shitty, but somebody who asks for a cigarette, like what they're saying is, they're walking up to you and going, what you have, um, I want that. <laughs> like, well, you can't, like that's what they're, that's all they're saying, that's a whole, there could be a whole story, but what they're saying is, hey, you have something that you paid for and I want it. 
They can word it however they want. It's a fucking shitty thing to, and I gave them two. Uh, come on in, man. You're not the dude. It's so seriously. <laughs> Fuck him. He's thrown out. Are you kidding me? And I asked, where can you buy cigarettes around here? And he fucking pointed to a place. There was somebody next to me when that happened. I think it was one. Were you next to me? Somebody was next to me. when I, yeah. And he pointed to a place down the fucking street. Right there. Yeah, no, it's real. You can see the sign is what he fucking said. It's right there. <laughs> and then he asked for another one. Like seven minutes later, like he's chain smoking my cigarettes out there. I get four minutes into like, hey, I've never been here before. This is fun. To, he just leaves. To go ask for more cigarettes. I wish I could see through this fucking window. What a creep. I hope he gets beat over Super Bowl fucking weekend just to get the... I hope he's hanging out like too... I hope he's hanging out too close to the Super Bowl experience asking for cigarettes. And then there's some fucking San Francisco cop who's pissed off about his pension or some shit. And just like, just catches him in the wrong moment and then boom. What's going on, dude? But it is a great city. I saw the Bushman like within the first, yeah, right? I saw the Bushman within like my first hour of being here. Like I was walking, but the thing was, he was just sitting with the pieces of his bush and a sign that said Bushman. Like he wasn't trying, he was just a fisherman's wharf, like not trying at all. Like he can just be Bushman and that's famous enough now. Like he doesn't even need to do the bush thing. He's dropped, it's like, it's like a fucking celebrity showing, showing up at like a comic book show. Just, see, just sitting there, like this is what I've done for years. Want an autograph? People were taking pictures of him, he didn't do anything. Just the Bushman, he's popular. I like, this is cool to be in a city that has opinions and stuff. I'm from Pittsburgh. I live in Pittsburgh right now and it's very, it's really, the rules are much different here. Like it's like Mardi Gras here all the fucking time. Like really, it's very, is everybody here from San Francisco? Everybody? Where are you from? Shaking your head right there. Yeah, well, both of you. Go ahead. New Jersey. New, oh, Jersey. Awesome. I grew up in Jersey. New Haven, Connecticut. New Haven, Connecticut. Okay. You're from New York. Okay, where in New York? Uh, I was looking on 30th and 8th. You were, thir- wow, you got really specific. Okay, cool. <laughs> you could have gone with neighbor. You could have said Midtown. It would have been fine. All right. Where are you from in Jersey? I don't need streets. Where are you from in Jersey? Uh, well, basically, Sopranos area. Sopran- okay, I'm from the Morristown area. Oh, Westfield. Okay, yeah, I know Westfield. Oh, wow. Okay, nice high school. Big lacrosse team. That's cool. <laughs> All right, no. And then the, everybody else from San Francisco, basically? No, where are you from? Minneapolis? Okay, cool. I haven't been there, but I hear it looks nice and uh, jingle all the way. What? <laughs> That's what I thought of when I thought of Minneapolis. I know you guys have like one of the best comedy clubs. Like, what is it, Acme? That's a great... I know you have one of the best comedy clubs in the country. And... Really? <laughs> Just tell me, tell me who's. You understand? I'm a Midwest comic. I gotta know who's dick in Minneapolis. I don't know either. I, I don't either. That's why I've never fucking been there. That's why I don't know who's. I would love. Yeah. I mean, if it's the right guy, I guess I could still ask to do that. By the way, if any comics here know who to talk about for the punchline for Sunday, fucking tell me which email that is. Who is it? Mary Van Note. Okay. And it's a, it's a Sunday show? It's on Sunday? Sunday? Okay, that'll be good to get embarrassed when she says no. Um, <laughs> that's always a fun thing to drop a fucking, like, to tell, like, my friends who are not famous but borderline doing well. It's like, can you uh, help me get on the punchline on Sunday? <laughs> They're like, what are you doing with your life, man? <laughs> Why are you calling me to get you something on a fucking Sunday? It's like, can, can you just do it, though, and don't tell my mom if you see her that I asked for this? 
Can you guys all call my mom later and tell her this went great? <laughs> like it, he went out to a fucking theater and it was a great night and there wasn't free food and stuff. Uh, and that the act was structured and, <laughs> and I didn't just come up here and just start talking about stuff. I'm trying to think of what else I did. Oh, I went to Alcatraz today. I want to talk about local stuff. That was cool. It's really. But why are you both? What happened? Did you spend time there? Oh, you don't like prisons? Oh, I don't blame you on that one. I've, I spent three days in county jail, and I talk about it, though, like I spent, like, eight years. I'm like, yeah, man, fucking did a nickel. I know, you know what I mean? Like, I really, I fucking talk about it like I'm hard. Yeah, you fucking kidding. I'm fucking sure as shit learned my lesson. I fucking walk down the street like a fucking, I, I even walk, like, different when the cops were. I, I'm fucking, because I'm not black, but I'm a weird-looking white guy, so I'm, like, two and who they're going to oppress, you know what I mean? I'm definitely, I'm not like, I wouldn't get shot in a neighborhood, but they'd definitely they'd stop me. You know what I mean? I have that look. I have a weird look to my, I, I look like Roseanne Barr fucked Wolverine. It's a weird look to have. <laughs> Nobody wants that in their neighborhood. Yeah, that's fucking, no, seriously, I get followed. <laughs> People want to make sure I leave. No one's just like, oh, it's cool he's hanging here. <laughs> no, they want to know what house I'm going in and my business. I don't blame them. Like, it's tough. I'm a single guy that looks like this, and I live in an apartment building, and I like Christmas, which is a terrible mixture. <laughs> it is. It's a bad mixture, though, Pam. People see my light-up reindeer. They just don't let their kids come near me anymore. You know what I mean? Like, there's a very fine line between Andy likes Christmas and Andy likes Christmas. You know what I mean? It's a very... It's tough. I don't know how to act around kids. I don't have any kids myself. My, all my friends have kids, and I'm just bad. Or I'm not bad. Like, I don't do bad things. I just don't know how to talk to them. Like, I'll ask, like, one, I swear to God, I asked a three-year-old, how's it going? Not in, like, a cute way. I was like, so what's up? Like, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to, I don't know how to talk to, to kids. I just know that, like, uh, nice abs is never a compliment. <laughs> you can give a child. Don't. That's going to be a, uh, what is this? Oh, it's wine. Is there weed in it? <laughs> Oh man, that 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 drink was potent, but man, do we have any sugar or some Splenda? Cause that was strong. What is that? All grapefruit or whatever? I think if you like grapefruit juice, you're fucking crazy. All right, explain yourselves. What? All right, all right, right there. I've only talked to you for a second, but I know you pose good arguments. So I'm gonna let you go. I I, I get that vibe. When I'm, How bad do you want but when you're thirsty, are you looking to be rewarded for something? Yeah, I'm isn't just isn't just like just drinking something because you're thirsty? That's rewarding enough. You're masochistic, so. What was that? What was no. I want opinions for real on this. It sucks, right? It's good. It's del- you think it's delicious? You know what taste? Taste buds, taste buds have to be like sexuality, because there's no way that we could all be right or wrong. You know what I mean? There's, there's no way. It's okay. It's okay. This is more like a fucking book club than a, it's all right. Don't. It's the fat loser of the citrus. You wanted Yeah, no, no, no. I asked for this. Look, if you guys aren't part of this, then this isn't really happening. But seriously, I feel like a substitute teacher a little bit now. So let's quiet down. All right. I feel like I'm giving the rules of the first day of adult camp. And I got a little funny, and now I got to get back. To, all right, relax. 
Well, you know, I don't, I'm, hey, I'm not knocking you. Whatever fruit you want to eat, go ahead, go for it. Grapefruit. <laughs> Wish you grapefruit. Okay, then. Grapefruit. All right, it's good. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> Who the fuck is Joe Hill? Why are you putting all these people? Who is it? Harry Bridges? All right, I'm just saying. Joe Hill, Harry Bridges, Martin Luther King. Is there kind of which one is different here? Like, seriously. They're one of the most famous people ever. One of the most famous people ever, ever, ever. And then two guys, okay, whatever. They have biographies, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I'm shutting this off. I thought I can control 15 people. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I can't let the reins go at all. And I gotta go back. I gotta go into like. I gotta go into like cat material or something. Oh, Steve talked about his cats, right? Is he still in here? Oh, whatever. He's still here. It doesn't matter. Uh, Steve was talking about his cat. I am also a guy with two cats. Surprise. <laughs> no, it's not. I have an I own cat's face. I do. I shaved recently. Shouldn't have done that. Look at this. I shouldn't have shaved. I look like the fucking, like, the girl that's just ruining every wedding photo when I shave. <laughs> don't, I don't, I just look like Karen who's not having a good time. I shouldn't. But anyway. Oh, the, oh, the cat. Uh, no, I, yeah, I have two cats, too. And it's weird, because I got the cats. I was in a relationship. And then she left. And now I'm just a guy <laughs> with cats. That's all, that's what happened. So it's not a cute story anymore. Now it's fucking weird. And I, I understand. I understand people who don't like cats. I, I do. I get that because it's like a bad cat is the worst thing in the world. Like a bad cat is like a furry little ninja that hates you. And it just tumbles in the room, gives you a paper cut, and then leaves. That's an awful. Like that's fucked up. Like cats are like redheads, right? Cats are like redheads. They're either beautiful, majestic creatures, or they have weird, gross, tiny faces. Right? It's one or the other. It's one or the other. Like, you've never seen a redhead and gone, oh, there's a seven. There's just ones and tens. That's it. There's ones and there's very, very good and very, very bad. Both sexes. I'm not being sexist. This is not, like, this is men and women. Just good and bad. That's it. So there's two molds. Uh, I checked the room before I did that. I'm okay. I did. I, did. I don't want to, if there's, like, some, like, freckled mess sitting in front, I don't do it. I, I really, I don't. I don't do the joke. It's not worth doing. You know what I mean? It's fucking weird time you gotta kill. It's like a two minute joke. You don't gotta do it. You know what I mean? That's it. Not even, it's like 30 seconds, so it's not. I check for it. I check. This, this room was easy to check. You're all very well lit. I can see what doesn't work. I can't only not just hear it. <laughs> I, I not see it too. No, I love my cats. You know how I know I love my cats? I let them shit in a box in my house. That's how you know you love something, right? Like, you might think you love your nephew. But if he shit in a box in, like, your laundry room, and you'd be like, Jeffrey's not coming over anymore. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. Now, you know you love something like that. And I spend 50 bucks a month on their litter. $50 a month just so they can shit. I buy the good stuff, though. You know what I mean? Like, I treat them. You know, like, well, you know, can I look like this? I can't have my place smell like cats, too. That's two strikes. <laughs> So I buy the good stuff. I buy the good stuff. And so I, I, uh, I spend 50 bucks a month, and I saw on TV for a quarter a month I could save a child in Somalia. <laughs> I spend 50 on a bag of gravel my cat shit on. <laughs> yeah. 
That means that every month there's an entire village in Somalia where they're all walking around like, oh, I'm so hungry. And my cats are across the world going, this is nice. I like this. You did the right thing. You did the right thing. I could buy the shitty kind and save half a village. But I buy the nice kinds. Uh, those poor kids. I think I could solve the world orphan problem, though. Like, I bought my cats because they were at, like, uh, the, uh, the Petco has, uh, in, in Jersey City at the time, had these, uh, they called them Catterday. <laughs> they were Saturdays. <laughs> they were Saturdays, but what they did was any animal shelter in the state, you, if you had, like, the right paperwork or whatever, could bring as many cats as you want, and you could try and sell them for, like, 10 bucks each at the, uh, at the Petco. And it made me realize that if we just took all the world's orphans and put them in cages at the Petco, <laughs> We'd all get like three. You'd be a terrible person if you didn't go get like three. Could you, seriously, could you go to sleep tonight knowing they were kids in cages at a pet store? No, you'd go grab them. You'd just get a bigger place. You know what I mean? You'd work it out. We'd fix it. But I, I don't know. They'll never do it that way. They don't listen to me. I don't follow politics. I really don't. I know San Francisco loves their politics. And I don't... I don't blame people who do follow politics. That's the, probably the smart thing to do. It affects our lives and stuff. It's probably smart to follow it, but I don't, I don't do it. I don't know anything about it. I'm just politically asexual. I don't, like every political argument I've ever had ends with me going, maybe you're right. I don't know. I'm not going to like, <laughs> I don't have reading to establish my, what I think about it. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not going to look it up. Like I follow politics the same way I follow the NBA. I just wait and see who's going to win and then I buy that t-shirt. And then it's like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, prove I didn't like him. Prove it. I got the fucking t-shirt. Warriors! Warrior, warriors, exactly. And then I have it on my Amazon queue. It's got a Sanders fucking t-shirt and a Trump t-shirt. Am I ever fucking gonna buy one? I'm, I pick a winner. That's it. I just wait till it's done. No, I don't. I voted for Gary Johnson last time. Yeah, an independent candidate. I should have just yelled a name out my window. What? For who? Nader. Oh, Nader? I like Nader. He's just like, he, I think he just, he's a little just too, he's just a little too intense for humanity. <laughs> if it wasn't for Nader, we'd all be blowing up when we started our cars though, right? He was the guy that like, nobody, and then they just painted him as crazy. That's what they do. Now I'm, now I'm showing that I do know something about this shit. Stop, you're ruining my gimmick. No, I don't really, I, no, I watch Aaron Burnett and Anderson Cooper. That's it. Come on, I just got to watch the two good looking people talk. Oh, come on. That's what I watch. I can't, I can't watch anything other than those two. Do you watch it for comedy? Do I watch it for comedy? Yeah. No, well, a little bit. I want to see what, like, Rihanna's doing and stuff. <laughs> I don't want to watch... You know what? I'm not going to turn on the news if it's just going to be all, like, Libya-ish type stuff. I don't even know. Whoever we're fighting, Syria, whoever. All that stuff. All that, yeah, I don't really listen to it. And then they're like, the Kardashian. I'm like, oh, what's going on? You know what I mean? So I, I need CNN. I need CNN because they do that. CNN is going to tell me what's up with that. With, you know what I mean? Like, they know if Larry David had lunch with Jerry Seinfeld and if it meant anything. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know. That's the news I'm looking for, you know? So it's... <laughs> that's sadly fucking true. I watch Anderson Cooper because he makes me feel safe. I don't know. There's something about him that's just... Oh, I spilled it. Oh, um, how are you guys going to clean up that mess? <laughs> That's all right. I, uh, I, yeah, I misjudged the ledge that has a fucking skull of a crocodile on it. There's magic. What is these books? 
There's a book about owls. This is like, yeah, it, this does like, it does seem like a fucking, a used bookstore just moved out of here <laughs> like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> like that's what the vibe, but I like it. This is cool. Oh, thank you, Pam. You gave me more. That's what you need when you spill wine and you just drank weed, which I don't even know that that's a thing. I won't. I'm almost spill that one. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not very healthy. I don't know if you can tell by looking at me. I'm not very. Don't don't go like this. You know, you looked away from me to go. I'm not gonna lie to your face. No, I don't. I um, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't take care of myself. I kind of wish I did, because now I just get like weird cramps. I think they're heart attacks. You know what I mean? Like like I really. I I get a you're too fat and you moved like this way too fast, cramp, and I'm just like for 20 minutes. I'm like, is this it? Should I call somebody? Like, should I? I have insurance. So I just call the ambulance and fucking. No, I, I worry about it. I do sometimes. My friends, you go to the. Uh, do anybody here go to the gym a lot? I'm not gonna judge you if you do. Anybody here go to the gym a lot? You do, Jordan. You look like a little bit like. Yeah, you, you got that. You got that look of like, oh no, I'm just chilling, but I'll fuck you up a little bit. Like you know what I mean? Like you honestly, you do. You look like you're. Is he gonna smoke a joint or is he gonna fuck your girlfriend? You don't know about Jordan. It's like it's gonna go either way. He looks chill, but it could be intense. We're not sure. I'm not gonna spill this time. I'm gonna put it all the way back. By the fucking this. What is? <laughs> and it's connected to something. It's turned off to a turn off gas appliance warning label. Oh my god, this is like everything that didn't sell at a flea market. You just put on stage. <laughs> like put it on the stage. Should we put it? Should we put this old light switch? We're not you. Now put it on the stage. Do we have an antique lamp? Fun to fucking really decorate up there. Uh, now this is a. Uh, I like I like being in different places. Like I said, where I live is like really woodsy and like like it's Pittsburgh. We're like a city, but like only because we have sports teams. Like there's no real. It's not a city in any other facet of the word. Like no, seriously, it's really weird. Like when I get like 10, 15 minutes outside of the city, I honestly can't do anything that's even like borderline anti-gun or like pro-gay. Like seriously. <laughs> Like, if I get 20 minutes outside of Pittsburgh, it's, I might as well have flown to fucking Alabama. Like, it's really woodsy, like, really quick. And I, uh, I, you know, I lived in New York, New Jersey almost my whole life. And uh, in New York and New Jersey, it's really tough to buy a gun. It's really hard to buy a gun. Right? And I don't know about California, but I know that it's hard. I don't know how hard. I don't know what it... But it's hard to buy a gun in a lot of places. In Pennsylvania, to buy a gun... Uh, you need to have a driver's license and be alive. Those are the two. That's the only, and a gun in 15 minutes too. It's real quick. The background check is not long. And I know that because within three months of moving to Pittsburgh, I got a gun because I was, I had something I could do. My pumpkins were rotting and I wanted to shoot my pumpkins. I, and I don't hate pumpkins. I just, it was something that was socially, except my friends were doing it. I was, it was like the total, and my friend was like, that's the worst. My, my, my friend was like, that's the worst reason to buy a gun. You were bored and you wanted to... Wouldn't the worst reason be I was going to kill somebody? Like, is this at least... I'm at least at number, like, three or four for bad reasons to buy a gun, right? It's not that bad, right? It, it's a little bad. But I didn't know anything about guns. Like, I knew nothing. Like, my dad had a gun that he would shoot in the woods with his uh, brothers every once in a while, but, like, it was just a fun thing he just destroyed a log with. There was no, like, training or, like, how to use one or anything like that. So I got the gun... And right away, the guy's like, you got to go to Walmart to buy bullets. And I was like, all right, well, I needed a new pair of Crocs. So, uh, you know, two birds, one stone. You know, right? like, you know, so I go to Walmart, I go to the bullet kiosk, and they're fucking, 
There's a bullet kiosk in the Walmarts in Westminster. There's it's a bullet kiosk. It's 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 where where you guys buy like video games. That's where we keep the bullets. <laughs> like that's it's I'm fucking serious. And so that you can buy like bullets and like I don't know like fishing licenses. I don't know. I don't hunt. You can buy that stuff too. And so I'm um, going to uh, to uh, to buy the bullets, and the guy at Walmart goes, "Oh, we're out of nine millimeter." And that's when I realized how asexual I am politically, because I was like, "What kind of fucking country is this?" That we're out of bullets at Walmart? Like, what kind of fucking psychos live in... I'm in line. Because I have fucking two rotting pumpkins and an empty Glock in the car. That's why I'm in line. But I thought everybody else was wrong. The rest of you are psychos. And I'm just fucking having fun. So if you ever break into my house, I, will, I can throw it really well. I can throw that gun, like, really hard. Like, I... You will be annoyed at how hard. <laughs> it will give me enough time to hopefully get out of a window <laughs> while you recover from being hit with the gun. No, I, I, I got bullets and I went shooting with my buddy who's in the military. And, uh, and within like two weeks ago in shooting, like I had, I'd gone with him a few times. I was like wearing the goggles and like, you know what I mean? Like being like super careful because I never really did it before. And he was like, within two weeks, he was like, you should get a concealed carry permit. And I was like, wow, that sounds like a good idea. Maybe if I was like you, like, <laughs> like you were in the military and you have training and stuff like that. And even those guys don't always 100% of the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, what I do this with my free time. I fucking tell jokes at radio stations or whatever this is. You know what I mean? Like I do, what I just do, this is all my free, I don't have any training in that. Like if you guys, any of you in here, if you heard like gunshots outside, how many of you would look at me and go, hey, go solve that? <laughs> None of you. You'd be like, stop crying. It's okay. You're, you wouldn't nominate me. I'm not the one to do that. And he was like, dude, that's selfish. He's like, you could stop a school shooting. It's like, really, dude? I don't know what you think I do in the afternoons. But I'm not just hanging out in elementary schools waiting to see if shit goes down. You know, and I'm pretty sure they're not looking for that. Like just walk into a school strapped. Like, no, I'm just making, are the goth kids acting up? Just making sure. No, I'm just hanging, just hanging out, making sure everyone's safe. Like I've never been to a, a mass shooting. I don't know how they work. But I'm pretty sure the cops don't roll up like looking for help. You know what I mean? They're not like, oh, hey, 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 uh, uh, dispatch. We have two active shooters and Andy is helping you guys. Don't shoot Andy. He's here to help. You're just the next guy shot. <laughs> I think that's probably the way that would work. I don't know. And then my one buddy was like, well, what if you're at a bar and like a dude's fucking with you, you can flash your gun. I was like, yeah, because life's a movie. And, and that would always work out, right? If you flash your gun at a guy in a bar, all you're saying to him is, hey, if you kill me in the parking lot, you get this gun too. Why don't you... You're going to rob some other sucker. You're going to get his money and get a brand new gun with this, too. Just shoot me in the back of the head. You know, that's all you're saying. There's no effective message sent. And there's also no stories that end with, oh, thank God I brought my gun. <laughs> right? I'd understand that argument if there were stories all the time. Of, oh, man. Remember we went to the movies? Thank God Eddie brought his gun. Oh, man, that would have been a mess. Never. No one knows that. No one has that story. Oh, oh man. I don't know. I'm not really good at, like I said, talking about political stuff. I, because I'm not black and I've never been oppressed. 
and I've also never been paid like 35 grand to just sit in a car <laughs> while like people are doing drugs all around me and being like, hey, arrest some of them. You know, so I don't know what it's like for either side. I really don't. I don't know what it's like. You know what I mean? I just know that police are shooting people too quickly. And I only know that because like I used to watch a TV show, Cops. That whole show was people running away. And the cops just dealt with it, right? They got in their car and they followed them. And sometimes they got away and sometimes they didn't. And then they would just roll the weird credits and play the sound and that was it. There was never one episode of Cops where the guy started to run away and he was just like, bam! And then they just rolled credits. There was never one episode. There would have been no show Cops.